podcast listeners, welcome to Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast, the podcast where two youth group leaders try to figure out how to do youth group better. My name is Chris Morphew, I'm an author, youth group leader and school chaplain here in Sydney, Australia and as always, joining me from Melbourne is author, speaker and youth leader, Tom French. How are you going Tom? Well, thank you Chris, how are you? I'm doing great. Um, I do need to start with an apology, though, as is often our habit with this podcast. Um, And that is just an apology for not releasing a podcast last week. (laughs) I happened to run into loyal podcast listener Ruth Lee this morning at my school, and she was like, where was the podcast? And I said, there wasn't one. And (laughs) so I apologize in person to Ruth, but I... Rather than doing that to all of you, um, I thought I'd do it on the podcast. I got a back injury, Tom. That's not great. Is it's it? not great. It feels like a very old person thing to do. Well, you're pretty um, old. Well, I guess I am. Um, so I went to the physio for the first time, and I can't recommend that to anybody. That was awful. Um, and then coming <laughs> back to school was the worst because I had like pre-K as my first class back, at, and I just had to be like, you know, they, they all run up to hug me when I come into the classroom and I have to be like, oh, no, watch out for old man Morpheus back. <laughs> Grandpa's not doing so well today. And so anyway, but we're back and my back is back and we're back to being back on the podcast and just in time, Tom, because it's our 27th birthday. Yes. Amazing. So I'm happy so birthday. Ex- so excited. I'm glad that even the back injury didn't stop you from getting to the birthday well i i make sure to always show up for the birthday episodes tom that yeah is important to me um, that's good i have one other thing for you i know that you have a, a what they call a hard out in the podcasting business hard out, in yeah. half an hour um, i got a meeting about youth group budgets actually oh Isn't that that's exciting? very exciting you could, do you want to record it and it can be a bonus podcast for our Patreon? <laughs> I think everyone would love that, yes. <laughs> um, do you have time for a, a quick youth group hack slash unboxing? I know the audio sure. medium is not a great one, but I'll describe it as I go. I came to my home and discovered two Amazon packages and I'm just going to open them up. So, um, listeners, if you just imagine an Amazon package... Then you'll be imagining exactly what's happening. He's ripping it open. He's not even worrying about the tape on it. Whoa! There you go. It's a Funko Pop figure of it's Mrs. A, everyone's favorite, Mrs. White with the wrench from the board game Clue. Um, and now I'm going to open up box That's number two. Now picture a box that's twice as big as the previous box. There's He's only still two ignoring boxes. the tape. He just rips straight into it well, like a madman. Oh. <laughs> we have... I always cut the tape. There you go. Another Funko Pop. This one is um, everyone's favorite character from G.I. Joe, the Baroness. Certainly I'd actually favorite. not heard of her. Um, we have everyone's... Uh, favorite character from Star Wars, Fennec Shand. Fennec Shand. Was, is Fennec the one who is the, the spy? She is oh, related. She's 
from um, the book of Boba Fett or Boba Fett, depending on oh, which yeah, character is speaking. I watched that and immediately forgot it. Um, and then I have everyone's favorite character from everyone's favorite uh, Marvel movie, The Eternals. It's Fastos or Fastos. <laughs> anyway, um, so I'm slowly building a collection of uh, vinyl pop figures because you know what youth group attenders really love? Pop figures. Yeah, but do you know how much they usually cost? How much? They're like 22 bucks. That's a lot of bucks. Um, but the one thing that all of the ones that are coming to my door have in common <laughs> is that they are three for $10. Three, because funnily enough, not that many people want Mrs. White with a wrench and Fennec Fezbomb or whatever. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. Um, and so what I'm hoping is that later in the year we'll be able to run a youth group activity that um, whatever it lacks in quality of Funko Pops, it will more than make up for in quantity of Funko Pops. And so um, if you want to go to Amazon, you can get very niche Pops for 3 for $10. That's my youth group hack. It's kind of half a hack because I don't fully know what that youth group night is going to be. But how can you say no That's to such a feast of opportunity? They, they're all going to, now that we've said this, they're all going to go way up in price because everyone's going to jump on and start buying them and people like supply and demand. Well, I got in early, so I've got a lot. So um, when they do peak, um, I'll be right there ready to reap the rewards. Can I tell you something even more exciting than that, Tom? Uh, yes, you can. Um, I'm... I'm going to tell you something that you already know because we discussed it off air, but I'm going to tell it to you like you don't. You know um, everyone's favorite uh, podcast game, Grocery or No Siree, the game which, listener, we are playing right now because there's another grocery delivery due. Um, I don't have that many spare books in me. Well... You're usually in luck because the prize just keeps jackpotting because nobody guesses it. If you're a new listener, welcome. Um, the way the game is played is I each week order my grocery delivery to happen in the same window that we're recording the podcast. And if you can guess the timestamp that the groceries arrive at my door, you will win a fabulous prize, which if I'm correct, Tom, jackpotted to one of my books and one of your books and a car air freshener advertising one of my books. Is that the prize pool as it currently stands? Yeah, that's the prize pool. Well, that is no longer the prize pool because that prize pool has been won by longtime listener and second-time emailer John Batten. So congratulations, John. You correctly guessed the timestamp of 28 minutes and 2 seconds. That is, in fact, when the groceries arrived. I have no idea how you did it, but please um, email us again with your address and we will send out your fabulous prizes. Yeah, um, I'm excited. That's amazing, John. Well done. I, like, Actually, when I saw that, I was like, how did he guess it? Uh, I have my suspicions, but maybe mm. John can let us in on his secret. John? Can you tell Actually, us do you know what? Name? He what? has a, an address in his email signature. So, John, you don't oh. even need to email us back. You can just sit tight and we will mail you some fabulous prizes. But I still do um, want to know how you did it. Well, yeah. 
I also have my theories, but um, I thought we were pretty smooth, but apparently not as smooth as I thought. Well, um, we're always John, not smooth, and so I thought that would that's cover true. over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the awkward pauses and getting vaguely distracted are not just a thing uh, that we do when groceries arrive at the door. They are just part and parcel. Um, John also has two more items for our agenda. Shall we handle those now? Look, as long as it doesn't cut into youth group budget time, I'm happy Um, to do it. Let's do it. I promise you we're going to finish on time this week, probably. (laughs) Okay. Um, John asks, when running camps, what is your priority for the weekend? Do you have a vision for your camps for what you want them to achieve? And how does that shape your teaching on camp? Because we are big camp fans here at the podcast. So let's share some camp wisdom. You didn't mute your microphone when you coughed No, no I, just, I just went far away because I forgot about the mute button. Oh, well, <laughs> happens to the best of us. Um, <laughs> camps, what do you, what's the point, Tom? What's the point of camps? Well, it, I think it's like, it depends what kind of camps we're talking about. But if we're thinking about the kick camp or the VCYC camp where you go away to something that someone else has run, to some degree you're just, you know, held hostage by their agenda. So what I am hoping for is in those ones that we are bonding well as a group, like getting to know each other and the mm-hmm. young people get to hear the Bible taught. Um, yeah, but like when I'm running my own camp, I actually have a similar agenda actually. I was thinking about this. And what I want to see is young people grow in their uh, relationship with God. And particularly what I want is I I'm, I'm usually don't have that much of an agenda for teaching in that I don't tell my speaker, oh, okay, come and speak on this particular thing. I just want them to come and do the best talks they can on something that they are passionate about. And I want the young people to go away going, I just spent a weekend digging into God's Word. I'm really excited about what I learned about God. I want to go home knowing Jesus better and get getting to uh, live out what I've been taught. Like, because you get a whole weekend to focus on one thing, having good Bible teaching on anything just means that you go away having a great weekend of Bible teaching. Um, and so I'm not my agenda. That's kind of my agenda in terms of Bible teaching. But on the other hand, I really want to, as well as growing their relationship with God, I want them growing in their relationship with others. So I'm working at building some kind of program where they're hanging out with each other. They're, enjoying each other's company, they're, um, you know, playing games, going on, doing like road trip stuff, like any time where we can build in like good meals Mm. or stuff that you can't, you don't get to do when you're all together normally. So like big games or outings or just a, you know, a walk down to the shops together, free time activities late into the night, all sorts of things that just kind of build that, um, that community, uh, they're the they're the things I'm aiming for. You know, it's kind of like the agenda of loving God, loving others. I want to do that on camp as well. What about you, Chris? Um, similar. I this is actually very relevant because my youth group have been crying out for a camp. They're not happy just with kick. They want one where we just go and hang out together. Um, one or two of them said, "Can we have a camp?" with no Bible stuff where we just hang out. And I said no, um, because all of the reasons you just mentioned. Um, but I am 
We have just got our new youth pastor. Hey, uh, she's I just arrived. The, the cheer button with me. Oh, that's a shame. Um, but, yeah, she's great. I should probably tell her that I do this podcast. I'm not sure if I've done that yet. <laughs> it feels like I should probably let her know that. But all that to say, I'm hoping that that uh, opens up some more possibilities for us to organize a camp because that is a thing that I think is a great idea that I have not had the bandwidth for. Um, but yeah, I would say uh, that for me, the vision would be relationship building and it would be, um, yeah, I, I think in terms of teaching, I don't know. Like I, I, I think for our first one, I would probably aim for not a guest speaker, but for, for our regular crew to do the teaching. I don't know why that's a thing in my head, but it feels like kind of, I'd like to establish the camp as our thing and then bring in extra voices Mm. on subsequent camps. Unless you want to come and be the speaker on our camp, Tom, in which case come and hang out with us for a weekend. That'd be fun. Yep. Um, (laughs) And then final thing, uh, John would like to know, um, about the t-shirt printing company we used. I used printlocker.com.au and they are fabulous. Um, who did you use for yours, Tom? I used uh, Ministry of Shirts because I looked at Print Locker, but Ministry of Shirts did it better, but I mean cheaper for me. Mm-hmm. And they were also really good. And they sent us a free t-shirt. Cool. So that, that was fun. I will say that Print Locker puts in little mini packets of gummy bears with every order. So, well, um, well, I'll say that I got really good heart. emails from Ministry of Shirts. So, well, I'll say that when there was an issue with our printing, they were happy to resolve it promptly. Well, I'll say we didn't have any issues with our printing. So, there. All right. Um, <laughs> well. I hope that settles it for you, John. Um, how was youth group last week and also the, the week, week before, the if week you before. want? I've ruined the whole format with this back injury. I apologize. <laughs> That's okay. Um, <laughs> my, I can't even remember two weeks ago. I think we – oh, it's Cow Games week. We. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell me. We talked about the the prophets of Baal, and we had some cow games. And um, the, the youth leader, I warned him that there was no blow up cow, and so he played this game, which was a game where you had to like do animal noises and actions collaboratively in the group. Um, like you'd point, it was a bit kind of a bit like bang, but you'd point at someone and say kangaroo, and then the the, the person who got pointed at, and the people either side would have to make a kangaroo. Uh-huh. Or, and then, and we, and a cow was the first animal, and we t- called it. I don't know the the. I don't. I we even had we had a stupid name that had involved cows, but I can't even remember that circle of cow or something like that. Okay, <laughs> and um, and that was the, that was the game. It was it was it was kind of a a cow cameo game rather than an actual cow featuring game. Okay. Well, that tenuous yeah. link is still a link, Tom. That's yeah. what I always say. We we had a talk from our twenty-seven-year-old leader, which was a uh, talk discussion about um, the difference between uh, God and Baal, and and what are the idols that we might follow, and why why can we trust mm. in Jesus as our our great uh, reliable 
uh, God who actually comes through for us rather than the mm. other gods that we might follow. So that that was good. Uh, probably uh, he would say that uh, it was he didn't quite have enough time to do everything he wanted to do. Because mm. one of the, one of the great things about this leader is he he's got a lot of stuff in his head. He's got a lot lots of great things that he's thinking about. Um, mm. And so there was there was a lot of good stuff there, but we didn't get time for all of it. So we just needed a bit more time to hear mm. more of his wisdom. And then this last week, we had a week uh, where we were visited by our um, our breakaway youth group who left our combined youth group, came back. Oh, they're back again. They just keep crawling back, Tom. They come back once a term, except twice last term because we had the two different sex events. Um, to, to teaching about sex, just to be clear, and uh, <laughs> you were, you wanted to ding right then, didn't you? You told me I can't use the bell anymore because oh, yes. it, <laughs> it, it, it's hard to edit. Yeah, that's true. Um, but <laughs> imagine me dinging the bell in my heart. Anyway, so we had uh, it was it was a mental health kind of night. So I actually did not attend youth group, so I don't know what happened because I welcomed everyone. Then we had a parents event where we had a psychologist who works with young people come and talk to the parents about how to care for the young people in terms of mental health. Cool. Um, and that was really helpful. And, um, yeah, probably, you know, my takeaway would be just that it's if we can spend time equipping parents, the more we can do that, the the better our young people will get cared for and discipled. Like mm. sometimes we're pretty in the youth ministry game where we we feel like, you know, it's all on us to make sure young people hear about Jesus and young people are cared for. And really it's not, and it's not nearly all on us at all because it's the, the youth spend a lot more time with their parents than they spend with us. Mm. We're, we're like the, you know, the, the people who come in for, you know, like specialty two hours a week, maybe, few extra hours more than that but you know we might have more impact uh in a short term but we mm. don't nearly have the impact that a parent has over a week and a month and in many many years in the life of a young person so don't neglect the parents and care for them and help them care for the young people and you'll do good ministry with young people that's mm. that's my well, i i um you know the long for a long time on my list of if only we had a full-time youth pastor we could do blank is more stuff kind of integrating parents mm. like ministry to parents and and help to parents in terms of you know like equipping them to raise their kids um and now we have a youth pastor so i am excited to explore some of those possibilities. I think that's yeah. like such a great avenue. Um, a question that I had from like earlier when you were talking about your 27 yeah. year old um, youth leaders talk, yeah. how long do the talks usually go for at your youth group? We probably go for about 15 minutes or we aim mm-hmm. for 15 minutes. Uh, every, every now and then they go shorter than that. Most of the time, mm-hmm. if something they're outside of that. They're going longer. So, but 15 minutes is what we shoot for. Mm. Cause I, uh, two weeks ago, 
I accidentally went for 20 and that just felt too long. Like I know um, <laughs> depending on the youth group that like I know that's standard for some Ruth Lee's youth group. I have been told, you know, has a great capacity for listening to longer talks. <laughs> I'm not convinced that ours did. I feel like I kind of, you know, on average it went okay because um, I think one or two of them literally fell asleep, but <laughs> the rest of them were way more focused than I would have anticipated or at least they were polite about hiding their lack of focus. The good um, thing about the ones that fall asleep is they kind of just self-select out. If it's too long for them, they just nap. Yeah. Which, you know, it, it's not my first preference, but apparently when they got back to small group, they could remember at least selected bits of what I'd said. <laughs> so that's all anybody remembers from my talks anyway. So yeah. maybe it's not so bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, 15 minutes feels... I feel like the 10 to 15 minute mark feels like it's probably the sweet spot, probably yeah. even like closer to 10. But I'm also aware of wanting to build their endurance. Um, <laughs> not that it should feel like an endurance sport, but I think that, um, you know, as we, as they get older and as they start transitioning from whatever they were in before to like main Sunday morning church or Sunday evening church, they're going to have to sit and listen for quite a bit. But I'm also aware that like on a Friday night, I find it hard to sit and listen for that length of time. So yeah. And anyway, and on a sun and on a Friday night, you're surrounded by a bunch of other distractible young people or who mm -hmm. might enjoy distracting each other compared to mm -hmm. the larger church who will set the culture for what's going on when you're listening to a talk. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not that committed to longer talks that I'm going to be, you know, enforcing that everyone is really well behaved during the talk. Mm. So, yeah. yeah well, and also to be fair, oh, sorry, finish what you were saying. No, 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 that's fine. You go. Um, to be fair, like I have heard a lot of sermons in my time that could have been a 10 to 15 minute talk <laughs> and lost none of the actual content. So yeah, there's that too. Yep. Oh, the, actually, the other thing that we're doing at the moment, this is now, uh, yeah, back to my youth group, that mm -hmm. um, is we are, are do, helping young people do talks coming up. So we've been doing mm -hmm. some training with them every week before youth group. They We talk about how to do a Bible talk, um, some of the basic theology that underpins doing Bible talks, and then working through the passages with them, and that's... That's been really fun, and uh, it's been great listening to them see what, yeah, they, great. what they get out of the passages and see as their talks coming together. So if you want to get your youth to start doing talks and want to do training with them, then you should definitely go for it because it's, it's, it's a real plus for us. Mm. What about you, Chris? Tell us about your youth group. Um, so we, in the time since our last podcast, have had our first two youth groups of the term, um, and they have been big. We've hit around 30 uh, attendees each Ooh. week, and we've had some new faces, um, some that have just kind of like randomly shown up and some others that are in year six because we, we let our year sixes in midway through the year. Um, so there's been a handful of them coming through as well. And so it's cool to see uh, the youth group continuing to grow. Uh, so the first week was 
um, our introduction to Ephesians. Um, yes. Oh, we've done three. We, I think I'm a week. Uh, see, I miss a week of the podcast and I'm all out of sorts. <laughs> so we've already, I in the previous episode, you've already heard me talk about the first week. Second week was Nailed at Night, where we got them all to try and make the rocking horse cake from the Women's Weekly Cookbook. Um, And there was some real controversy over the result of the competition. A, because um, somebody actually picked a winner, whereas I usually get them to compete and say the real winner was the friendships that we forged along the way. Um, But uh, our second place getters were quite... Uh, perturbed that they only came second mm-hmm. uh, and they were penalized for not being fully accurate to the women's weekly cookbook, but they did theirs purple on purpose. So it could be a fusion of the rocking horse from the rocking horse cake and the llama from Fortnite. And so they were mm-hmm. quite sad that, that creativity wasn't given its proper due. Uh, but apart mm-hmm. from that, it went well. Um, and, the brave among us ate some of the cakes afterwards. Um, <laughs> and then I did my 20 minute talk, which went for 20 minutes and hopefully was helpful, but it was definitely long. And then last week uh, we had a construction challenge, which was just what you yes. call Lego night when you don't want to have Lego incorporated breathing down your neck for copyright infringement. Um, I don't know if that's how copyright infringement works. Um but we had a Lego building competition where they uh, had to build a movie scene and have other people guess what the movie scene was. I thought we were just going to get four Mojo Dojo Casa houses, but we only got one of those and we got a Barbenheimer and we got Titanic and we got Jack Sparrow being eaten by the Kraken. So that was pretty good. Um, The person who ran the activity realized in the course of the activity that they really hadn't seen that many movies. And so guessing which movies were being represented was a challenge. Um, (laughs) But anyway, that all went well. And then um, we had a talk from our uh, assistant pastor, not to be confused with our youth pastor. um, And that was great and now next week it's art night and i have to figure out what that means Mm. um so my reflections on all of that is it's good to be back into um like doing talks through a book of the bible we've done a fair bit of topical stuff lately and it's good to be just digging into a whole book and seeing what it has to say the challenge is i guess especially maybe with Um, Paul's letters, but maybe just with everything, that there is always so much to say. Mm. And so how do you strike that balance? And this is true in preaching as well. Like, do you just pick out one thing that stands out to you from the passage and talk about that? Or do you try and talk about everything or the main things that the passage is talking about? If so, how do you not go for 20 minutes? As previously explained, I have not figured that out yet. Um, (laughs) Any thoughts on that, on how to, like, how do you approach um, – well, like you, your Ephesians devotional yeah. is 40 ideas. 40 days. Long, 40 yeah. days. And so unless we were going to do a year in Ephesians, which is doable, but like that's the only way we would be able to break it down into 40. Yes. Um, how do you approach it when you're tackling a book? Yeah, I um, 
I try, I think I should like, particularly if it's like Ephesians, I try and kind of work through the passage, but not like I might say, he says this and he says this and he says this, and these are some, some interesting ideas, but here's the big thing I want to say. I try and pick one thing from the whole, from the whole passage that kind of draws it all together and just teach that one thing, even though I might point out a few other things along the way. Whereas like in a sermon, I would probably stop on those things that I'm pointing out along the way and make them actual points that we're digging into. Mm -hmm. Um, So for, if we're talking about say Ephesians chapter one, uh, like right at the beginning there, um, I've talked, I've done the, like that first kind of chunk of uh, his excitement about, you know, all the blessings we have in Christ Jesus. I've talked about that as the, the terms and conditions of following Jesus and saying, you know, we don't, we always think there's the big ticket item of like you get saved and forgiven by Jesus, but there's so much more. And so the mm. big thing is, this is the terms and conditions. What is the so much more? And then we just hit it along the way. We go, we get this, we get every spiritual blessing in Christ. We get adoption. We get sealed by the spirit. We get this, 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 this. And then um, it all just feeds into the one point, which is mm. how much more do we get in Jesus? Um yeah, that's that's what I try mm. to do. Well, I think I'm potentially on one or zero more talks over the rest of this term. So, um, good to know for uh, <laughs> next term when we will continue through Ephesians, and I'll get another crack at it. Yeah. Um, next week we haven't talked about next week. Well, I said it was art night, and I was figuring it out. What are you doing next week? We are. Uh... Going to our, one of the churches that not our normal church. We're going to go to a different space, which is fun. And um, we are talking about Elijah when he gets depressed, and then he gets uh, to talk to the well. He gets that uh, vo- the still small voice of God. And uh, hold on. Oh, sorry, I forgot to cover you. You muted it, and then I, I, you were halfway through a thought, and I didn't have anything to say to break the dead air. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm very this. coffee today, but I don't, I don't know. It's been weeks since I was had my cold. Is it that caffeine-free Coke that you're drinking? Is yeah, it maybe it makes me cough messing more. with your system. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we <laughs> we are doing that, and uh, we're thinking about our mental health and. Um, depression and the voice of God somewhere in there. And we're getting some games run by our 27-year-old leader. who uh, I think they're going to be listening-related games because we're listening to God on the mountain or something. Great. See what happens. Anything else? Sounds good. You want to say about your week ahead? Um, Don't think so, except that it's really nice that our uh, youth group has got to the point where there can be multiple weeks in a row where I'm not on anything and I just oh. show up and like lead my small group and stuff. And come on this um, podcast and just critique them all. Yeah. Good yeah. Idea. Just like throw stones from the sidelines. It's what this podcast is all about. Um, on that note, should we have some music so you can get away to your budget yeah. meeting? Yeah, I should, we should do that. All right. Let me all uh, right. press the button. It should all be right. coming along about now. Well, We'll see. Um, can I say uh, the groceries did not arrive this episode, so there no was prizes. A no sorry, no prizes. Um, anyway, thanks for listening to Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast. If you'd like to send us an email, you can email us at chrisandtomsyouthgrouppodcast at gmail.com. If you want to find out more about Tom, you can go to tomfrench.com.au. 
we look forward to joining you again next week. Injuries pending. Yeah. Nailed it again. Sure did.